Joey, while you're doing that, can we talk a little bit of money right now? Cha-ching! Can we talk a little bit about money? All we talk is money, honey. All we talk is money. Um... I want to talk about, you know, we talk about being smart with your money. We talk about saving your money. We talk about investing. We talk about uh, getting into crypto. We just had uh, Michael Saylor on the podcast today. We have all sorts of economists on the podcast. We say a lot of things that you should do with your money, how to be smarter with your money, how to invest your money. One of the things that we don't talk about are regrets mm. and things that... Um, you have not done, or as Nat, Natalia calls them, <laughs> rugrats. <laughs> From that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think I got Nat's the giggles. trying to get a rugrats tattoo. I got the giggles, I'm sorry. Was it rugrats or was it it's no? Ragrats. Ragrats, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Chris Williamson, I heard him speak recently. He says, we all get to choose our regrets. Shout out to him. He says, you can choose your regrets, meaning you have the choice to choose what you will regret. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to go a list uh, of what people in America regret not doing. So um, here are the top 10 regrets, uh -oh. financial regrets for Americans today. Uh, and no, it's not sleeping with Amber Heard. So we'll figure that out. We're <laughs> talking money. Um, if we can pull up that article just so there's some context here. These are America's top 10 financial regrets. Scroll down a little bit just so we understand where this is from. This is from what? Uh, this is from South Florida Journal. Okay. Uh, and who did, they, who did they ask, by the way? If we can just put some context to this. Uh, like, who were the, who the respondents? What? <clears throat> Are they survey of 2,000 people? Go back up. Survey of 2,000 people. Of the general population, Nat, read that, please. Yeah, a survey of 2,000 general population American examined how they tackled their financial hurdles and found the average person owes 3,083 okay. of credit so card debt. So it was a 2,000 general population survey, and uh, here are Americans' top 10 financial regrets uh, in order. Uh, should we do 1 through 10 or 10 through 1? Mm -hmm. All right, we'll just do a number one. <laughs> Nat can't even count to 10. Why am I asking her at this one, point? One so the number one financial regret from most people was, drum roll please, not starting a retirement plan when they're young. 51% of people. Yeah, you can keep that up. Um, That's the number one, yes. You can take it down, Joe. Uh, that is the number one financial regret. You know, they say that uh, the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. And uh, that's Albert Einstein. And for those of you that... Uh, understand compound interest. Uh, beautiful things will happen if you don't understand what un, what compound interest is. You're never going to essentially be able to retire. Is encapsulating that. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a great quote, Albert Einstein, of that. But essentially, it's understanding the premise uh, of the eighth wonder of the world: compound interest. The younger you are, the younger you start a retirement account, the more time your money will grow. The greater your money will grow. It's not, um, you know, what do they say is. Uh, if I can choose a time to plant a tree, it'd be 20 years ago. My next best option is today. So start your, your financial future, plant your financial future as young as possible. I remember it was 2008. And it was the first year, the following year, 2007, the first year that I ever made six figures in my life. And uh, a financial advisor said to me, is like, well, how much money did you lose uh, in in the market, I was like, zero. I have no money in the market. I lost zero dollars. I have no money in the market. He goes, well, now's probably a good time to start a 401k or a Roth IRA retirement plan. I go, what's a 401k? <laughs> Dude, I'm 27 years old. Yeah. I just made 100 grand. I had no clue. I know how to sell. Right. I know how to call. I know how to save money. I did not know how to invest. He goes, well, if you're going to start a financial future and have a solid foundation, you're going to want to start a retirement account. It's basic stuff. It's easy. 401k, it's an employee-sponsored plan. Or Roth IRA is a self-sponsored plan. I go, all right, let me start a 401k. Now, where are we in? 2023. So it's 17 years later. So I have, I don't know, a million dollars in my 401k. Wow. Just sitting there. Because mm. every year, I've maxed it out, $18,000. You get a company match. Mm. The 
the S&P 500 has gone bananas over the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. And but I I bought low, I bought the market low. Now I have a million dollar 401k account. Now the good side of that is dude, that's going to be 5 million when I retire. Mm -hmm. The bad side of it is I don't get to touch that money until I retire. Right. So it's cool. I got money in there, but number one regret, not starting a retirement plan while they're young. Hmm. Peter Thiel, billionaire, multi-billionaire, PayPal, mafia, co-founder, all that. He had a Roth IRA that somehow worked its way up to $5 billion, which oh, is, and that. and that is a tax-free yeah. account. So yeah. I don't know how he did that, what he was able to manipulate with that, mm -hmm. but Start a 401k, start a Roth IRA. That is the number one regret from the American public. Number two, not paying attention to their credit score. Mm. Credit scores are important. Credit scores enable yes. you to get mortgages, loans, borrow money. Now, your credit score is important, but it is not as important as your net worth. Mm -hmm. You know, net worth number one, credit score number two, but it is important. Uh, number three, buying cheap goods. You know, they say buy nice or buy it twice. There's a difference between buying something that is inexpensive or something that is on sale mm -hmm. versus just buying it cheap. Yeah. Nat, how many times have you bought something cheap, try to cut corners? It's like, fuck, now I got to buy this again. Or, or you hired someone that, you know, you get them on the cheap and then like, all right, I got to do this again. You know that triangle where it says... There's three options. You can get it cheap, you can get it fast, or you can get it quality, but you can only pick two. Mm. You ever heard that? I think so. So you can get it cheap and fast, right? But it won't be quality. Yeah. You can get it quality and fast, but it won't be cheap, yeah. right? So yeah. you, can, you can take your pick. Yeah. Or you can get it, um, what's the third quality. one? What's that? I prefer quality. Quality. Buy nice or buy yeah. it twice. That is the third Regret buying cheap yeah. goods. I got this shirt not too long ago. It was quite more of an expensive shirt. I got like five compliments today. People can see quality. Uh, I feel like you're about to get your sixth compliment right now. Oh, you're looking good, girl. Thank you. Number yeah, six. Let Nat know in the chat Check. that she is one hot ass del <laughs> delusional lady. No, the haters going to come in. She's <laughs> only a two, bro. <laughs> It's you okay. ain't shit, Nat. I know you're in there. Nat, you humble me. Nat, you ain't shit, but let me know when your bathwater's on sale. <laughs> okay, I will. You guys humble uh, me. Thank you. <laughs> top four of uh, American regret, defaulting on payments and ending up in debt collection. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, the repo man don't play. Repo man don't play. Mm, mm. Uh, you know, whether it's your car, whether it's uh, certain business debt, or they can put uh, tax liens on your stuff. You know, fun fact... A hundred percent of houses that have been foreclosed on all had a mortgage on them. I don't know if you understand what I said there. If you rent, you can't get uh, foreclosed on. So only if you have a mortgage right. can you be foreclosed. I'm sure there's going to be like one nerdy ass realtor. It's like, no, technically, according to uh, Amendment 417 of Realtor Association, if it's a rent to buy property, then technically, yeah, okay, I get it, nerd alert. But... You can only get foreclosed on, all right, or default on payments if there's a mortgage. But uh, keep your payments on time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Number five, overspending on credit cards mm. that they can't afford to repay. I see this all the time. It's no good. Keeping up with it is what? It's no good. It's no what? It's no good. It's no good. It's no good. <laughs> it's no, good. <laughs> no good. I can't believe it. Yeah. It's no good. No good. I agree. Mm. Overspending on credit cards. Uh, I'll never forget the story that I, I was sitting, I was in LA, I was staying with um, our baller friend out there, mm. doing our thing, and he had a young, uh, this is an NBA friend of mine, he had a sick house in Hollywood Hills, and he had a young college buddy staying with him, mm. with us, we were, we were all staying there in a sick house. I think you told and me. And he goes, what's that? I think you told me something. Okay, yet. and I said, yeah. uh, I don't want to tell you know the kid's name or anything, but... Um, He's like, yo, what up, Saz? I know you're talking about all that. Yo, Saz talks money. You saving money. Uh, he's like, you know, what should I do with my credit card? I got like a couple grand in debt. I go, all right. Like, what's the interest rate? He goes, what? Mm. I go, yeah, what's the, what's the interest rate? He goes, I don't know. What do you mean? I'm like, 
how do you not know the interest rate that you're paying on your credit card? Yeah. What are you paying every month? Oh, the minimum. How much is on there? It's like, oh, like three grand. Yeah. I'm like, you're just paying the minimum every single month? I, he goes, yeah. I go, what's the interest rate? He goes, I don't know. I go, log on to your account. I'm like, yeah, your app. Boom, 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 boom. Chase. He goes, yeah, it's uh, 21%. I go, I go, do you think that's good or bad? He goes, I don't know. It's just, I guess, kind of normal. I go, that shit ain't normal, dog. <laughs> Hell. I mean, that's normal if you want to be broke. <laughs> Hell. But you know the best interest rate you could possibly have? Zero. Zero. <laughs> All right, this guy's paying 21%. And I said, by the way, if you invest in a 401k, Roth IRA, any type of investment, a standard good investment, like if people are happy getting a 10% rate of return, that's what the S&P 500 returns year after year. After year. Mm -hmm. A house, if you buy a house, that averages typically between 3 and, three and 5%. You know, we talked with Michael Saylor today about Bitcoin returning over a hundred percent or five hundred percent, some astronomical returns, but that's going up, appreciating assets, depreciating assets, like your credit card payment. Yeah. That is going the wrong way. So uh, appreciate your money, don't depreciate your money, and get the hell out of that credit card debt. Mm. Speaking of appreciation, hey Nat, I appreciate you. Thanks, Sauce. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate, I appreciate you, you too. You delusional dumb mother. No, I'm just kidding. I love this girl. She's the best. She just, she it's okay. We've got some haters in here, which is good. She's a four after a few drinks. <laughs> I can promise you she's way got better than Uncle a four. Luke, Nat, you I, you I. Yeah, she's definitely all right. All right, <laughs> let's, get, let's get through these and we'll get to some super chats. Yes. Number six, buying a car without knowing what's involved. Ooh, we. Mm. I mean, Ooh, I can do a whole segment on this. We know. About <laughs> what it takes when you have a car. You know, car payments a few years ago, pre-COVID, I think the average car payment for a new car was 550 bucks. Now, as we discussed on PBD Podcast, it's like 750 bucks. How do people afford cars these days? I can't. Okay? And, you know, a little fun fact, a lot of car dealerships, they don't make their money on selling you the new tires or this new spoiler or, you know, the price of the car by a thousand bucks. They make their money on the financing. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they start whooping your ass on the interest rates and you're paying nine and a half percent or 15 percent or 21 percent like our previous buddy for your vehicle. So a lot of times uh, people are saying, well, I can't afford my car. I can't afford my car payment. I can't afford gas. It's I, I can't keep up. It's like, no, your car is making you broke. Right. Okay. It's not one of the reasons mm -hmm. that you don't have money. Your car is making you broke. That is the number one thing that is keeping Americans broke. So number seven, letting student debt accumulate. That's 36%. Mm. So we all know that, uh, you know, degrees pay fees, skills pay the bills. Oh. Which one is you? Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. Number eight, getting locked into fixed interest rates. I understand that, 29%. Some people want variable rates versus fixed interest rates. I don't know. Uh, I like having 0% and then just making money on interest, on money, on assets that I own, not what I'm paying on. Mm -hmm. That's me. Number nine, not investing money while young. This is the same thing as number one. If you can highlight that, not starting a retirement plan when I'm young, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. A retirement account is essentially an investment account. The only difference is you can't touch it until you're 60 plus years old, right. 59 and a half, depending on a Roth IRA. All right. Um, but investing while you're young, whether a lot of young people these days are investing in crypto, a lot of young people are doing meme stocks and game stocks, but whatever, whatever you know, whatever uh, tickles your fancy. But before you can invest, learn how to save. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then number 10, not buying a home or property while young, mm -hmm. 25%. So that's not a, that's not the number one thing, buying a house. Yeah. Okay, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a major advocate, rent as long as you can. I'm not saying never buy. At some point when you have a family and kids and you wanna have an ideal lifestyle, you wanna do all that, sure. Find the place in the great school district that's safe and all that. You, want, you, have, you have you know two kids, so you wanna get a four bedroom, you wanna have an office, you wanna have a den, I get it. But rent as long as you can. If you're young and you have a roommate, God bless you, okay? If you're living with your girl and you're renting, all good. If you're unsure, 
of where you're going to be living in the near future because the job market is such in flux and you're in Austin and now you want to go to Boston or you're in Florida. Now you're in California and you're in Chicago. And now you want to go to pick a city, Nat, pick a city, say a city, Orlando. But now you're in Orlando. See how long it took for her to think of the city that she's born in. Jesus Christ. I wasn't born there, but okay. You live there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pick another city. Any other city. Uh, Jacksonville. Pick a good city. Uh, Tampa. Oh, Pick a city not in Florida. <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> I got him. I got uh, it. Mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is this. You don't know where you're going to be living in the next few years. All right? So it's important, it's important to stay flexible. Keep your overhead low, your, your flexibility high. If you're the type of person that doesn't want to buy a house, it's all good. Uh, renting is perfectly fine. Don't fall into the whole thing about um, renting is throwing away money. But that, my friends, mm. is a comedic take on the top 10 financial regrets of most Americans. Moving right along. You want to get into some super chats? What do you want to get I into? I have a few super chats. I actually do have some super chats. I saw someone said I need her to read it. Okay. Uh, this one's from Heisenberg Evil. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> oh, why be like Johnny Depp to be shat on? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What a chat. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Ricky, how old are you, Nat? 21. And then we have one more from Jay. Every time I see you together, you can feel the desire through the screen. Nat, would you let Adam hit? I don't let anybody hit. <laughs> Nat's a virgin. <laughs> I'm a virgin. Um, and then now it's my sister wanna, from another sister mister. from another mister uh, shout out to this um, chatter I see you all the time in the chat I haven't seen you super chat but I appreciate you and you're a Nat fan so I appreciate you a little more I'm biased uh, Mr. Alex De La Cruz shout out to you my guy I see you in the chat all the time um, so I appreciate that De La Cruz De La Cruz and then we had one more that I liked I wanted to read but I lost it I lost it. Um, that's it for Super Chats at the moment. Uh, thank you guys for the Super Chats. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys comment, subscribe, like, share, all the, do all those things because you don't want to miss um, what we have upcoming this week. Um, and, yeah, let's get into the rest of the let's stories. Get this party Sauce started. Man. Um, you know, when I see articles like this, it, I think it encapsulates everything that we talk about here on trying to basically marry money and relationships and finance and romance and getting paid and getting laid. And I think this article is very um, indicative of essentially what the Sauscast is all about. Mm -hmm. So crazy stat, 64% of couples admit to being financially incompatible, financially incompatible with their partners because of different philosophies on spending, saving, and investing their money. This is a CNBC story. Mm. Most couples are financially incompatible. The survey finds having money talk could help you no matter how long you've been together. Mm. Uh, and just for the record, no, I don't have bad eyesight. The glare is really bad. So that's why I'm like, what does this even say on the screen? Pull, yeah. um, so the article from CNBC is, uh, basically goes over what you can do to improve your relationship status depending on where you're at in your relationship. Mm -hmm. So as I read these notes right here, figure out where you're at in your relationship. Have you done any of the things that they're recommending? And what are the next steps are? So um, how to initiate the money talk if you're just starting a serious relationship or you're about to get married? So, so mm. number one is ask your partner how they handled their finances before you. Before you got together, what were you doing? Mm -hmm. How were you handling your finances? Okay, well, you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was broke. I wasn't worried about it. Um, I would ask one more question even about before that. that. I would ask, how much debt do you have? Okay. That would be my number one. I'd be like, I love you, but how much debt do you have? <laughs> Just straight up. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's a big, big question. People get married and they don't realize they're marrying how much debt this person you has. You have to. So one of my Ooh. buddies was dating a girl for a while, and he was really into her, but they were having some issues. And he goes, yeah, and she also graduated uh, college. She's got 100 grand in debt. And uh, her major is not exactly a sought-after major. I go, bruh. Run. I'm like, yeah, I like the girl too, player. But, you know, what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. All that. I'm like, 
you're dead free. Now you're about to accumulate a hundred. I'm like, you better love the fuck out of this girl. He goes, no, I like her. I'm yeah, like, no, keep no. it moving player. <laughs> but that's a serious thing. Yeah. That's to have huge. that conversation before you get together. Mm -hmm. um, because if they're ramping up credit card debt and student loan debt and have basically foreclosed homes and Ugh. defaulting on their payments and then they bring it to your relationship. It's like no good. Now her problems are your problems. Yeah. And ladies, you too, make sure you ask the gentlemen, you know, what their financials, you know, places too, debt included. Yeah. Cause... Well, here's the next part. You know, they say uh, show, don't tell. The next advice is open up the books and show each other your financial information. Oh. So it's like, no, I have no debt. I, I'm good. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm, I'm good. Like, you know, and then you come to find out that they're that girl with a hundred grand of debt. You're like, holy, Yikes. how would I ever know? So, and then, um, so pull your credit up, pull your credit pull up, it up buddy, <laughs> pull it up. Shout out to TransUnion for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> uh, and then you're going to figure out who's going to basically be handling your certain financial uh, money matters that you need to handle. All right, cool. I got rent. You're going to take care of the car payments or I got rent. I'll take care of everything. You're buying the groceries. You're doing the utilities. Just have that conversation. You know, when I was living with an ex at one point, mm -hmm. I... I was kind of sick of, uh, you know, there's the whole concept of like the man pays for everything. The man's the provider. Right. You know, we weren't married, right? We were together. We were engaged. But I was kind of sick of doing everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pay all the big bills. Whatever a big bill is, mm -hmm. you're going to take care of all the small bills. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I took care of rent. I took care of car payments. Mm. All right. Those are the biggest right, things. Right. right. You're going to take care of groceries. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to take care of utilities, 100 bucks a month. Yeah. But, you know, there's no such thing as a free ride. So now, granted, if this is my wife and we're together and we're combining finances, it's a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. But there's no right or wrong way to do it. You need to have that conversation. Right. So that's my advice for you. So that's if you're just really starting out a serious relationship or you're about to get married Figure out that balance. But now, when you're married, you've been married for a couple of years, you're doing your thing, here's what they recommend. So number one, you need to review the household budget and have an estate plan in place. Mm. God forbid something happens. What are we going to do here? Do we have life insurance? Are we having kids? What's going on with the budget? You're identifying, as we do with the SLS every year, you're identifying opportunities where we can maximize our budget, where, we, where there are leaks in our budget, how are we losing money? You really hone in on what's going on there. Mm -hmm. Number two, uh, are we merging accounts or not? Like, are we mm. doing joint accounts? Like, a lot of people will have joint accounts, but then each, the husband has a separate account. The wife has their separate account. You know, I tell the story about um, the wife who, have, who had access to the husband's account, and he got her, oh, yeah. she got him a birthday present, and he got her, like, a $10,000 watch. And I was like, sick watch, bro. Yeah. Like, that's so nice of her. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, she just took it out of my account. Like, it's our, like, sick present. So, like, it wasn't really coming out of her. Right. So, these are conversations that you need to have with your significant other. Mm -hmm. Joey, I sure assume you're having these conversations now more than ever that you're recently married. All the time. All the time. Nice. Uh, so, you got to figure out how you're going to do that. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, outline your shared expenses. All right, I got this. You got that. I'm doing this. We're doing that. And then how much we're going to contribute to each of them. Like, I just broke down. I'll take care of the big stuff. You take care of the small stuff. To be honest with you, I'm fine with taking care of the small stuff. I just don't want to worry about, all right, I got a $120 utility bill. Right. All right, I got to go grocery shopping. We need more uh, toilet paper, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, just handle that, baby. Yeah. I'll pay the five grand a month for the rent, whatever it is. You know, I'll make the car payments, handle the small stuff. Yeah. Now, here's where you know you got yourself a good one. If she's like, sounds great, babe, I got you. All right, cool. I could do that. No mm -hmm. problem. I'll manage it. How can I help? Versus what I had. Why do I need to pay for utilities? Oh. Why do I need to do pay for the groceries? Because you use the You light, make way bitch. more money than me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you want the lights off? You want no food in the house, woman? <laughs> That's why she got kicked to the curb. Yikes. But yeah, they said you escaped. Important to figure that out before you get married and all that. Agreed. All right, and now this is really advice for your parents out there, for older couples that have been married for years and years and years, you need to get on the same page with basically your financial future, i.e. life insurance, estate plans, trust, wills, 
What's going to happen? So this is some of the stuff that I'm dealing with my mom now. So my stepfather, very unhealthy guy. Mm. I'm dealing with Medicaid, with Medicare. Right. These are conversations like my mom is basically, now that she's 70 plus, it's called RMDs, Required Minimum, minimum distribution. Distributions. You know about I that? I know, I know. Not as delusional not, as you thought, I'm y'all. I'm smart. So these are the things that we're dealing with. So she has to start withdrawing her money from 401k. Mm-hmm. And, and you might be doing all right, but now you got to start looking after your aging parents. Yeah. This is the reality of where we're at. We're in our 30s and 40s now. Or 20s. But I'm just saying, as we get older, our parents are getting older. These are some of the difficult conversations you're going to have. So you might say, dude, I'm, six, I'm, I'm 24 years old. What do I give a shit what, about a 60-year-old? Mm. It's like, well, you have parents, you have grandparents. You might need to help out with that. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, last but not least, you might need to speak with a financial professional to get yourself a plan, whether it's a life insurance agent, yeah. whether that's an attorney, whether that's a CPA. We all know that if you're getting married, you know, Prenup, hold up, hollow we want prenup, all that and then some. Speak with a trusted professional or even a fiduciary, mm-hmm. not a fiduciary bag. That's what I like to say. <laughs> so those are some of the things that you should do mm-hmm. to initiate the money talk in your relationship. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Okay. There it is. Um, moving right along. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we just talked about the prenup right now. A lot of dudes out there aren't exactly into this whole marriage thing. Sorry to inform you, Joe. They're basically saying, I don't know. Look at that. That's a woman who will take half your shit, brother. Not true. She will take your money. I'm okay with a prenup. I'm okay with a prenup. But I want to get married. Okay. I want love. Okay. I just want love. I don't know if I want to get married. I don't know if I want to, to quote, unquote, settle down. I just want love. I want kids. I want a family. I want it all, but it doesn't have to come with marriage. A lot of people are basically saying, I feel you, Saz. I want all that and then some, but I don't know about all this marriage stuff too. And let's go over some of the top 10 reasons why men are against getting married these days. So there's a running checklist. You got Nat over here getting all salty out there because she wants to get married but maybe not. These are some of the concerns that men have. That's fine. So be open-minded. Okay. Listen up. Soak in the knowledge. (laughs) Here are some of the top 10 reasons that men are not getting married. Number one, they believe that it is a broken institution. Okay? The institution of marriage is broken. Nat, I'm actually going to have you read some of this stuff. Okay. So you don't chirp back at me. Chirp, chirp. Chirp, chirp. Skirt, skirt. Chirp, chirp. Uh, so we'll go through each one. Okay. Uh, they believe that the institution of marriage is broken. Why? Scroll down. So, no, no. Yep. It's sexist. No, before that. In some Where? men. Okay. In some men's eyes, marriage isn't, what is it? That says antiquated. antiquated. I know, yep. antiquated concept that doesn't fit into society today. The intuition itself is an old one moment, one Meant to, be- I'm sorry, I'm going to read this one over here. Meant to um, benefit, yeah. Yeah, meant to benefit a woman so she would be taken care of even after a man dies. Explains a recently divorced man. Times have changed. This is no longer needed. Women can go out and get jobs and make money for themselves. Best of luck to the person finding the love of his life. But yeah. that's so contradicting. It's like, okay, women can go work and make money for themselves, but high value men don't want women working. So which is it? Well, high value man doesn't necessarily need his woman to work, right? If he's making enough money, but a lot of people don't have that luxury. So number one, again, take this in with open arms, honey. Okay, Okay, my arms are open. Can't fight City Hall. A lot of men think that the (laughs) the institution is broken. Number two, Mm -hmm. a lot of men understand that the the concept is sort of sexist. Right. So. uh, I can understand that. Go ahead. More than one unmarried man has revealed his reasoning for never wanting to get married, which all hinge of the institution being sexist. According to a few men, marriage is outdated and a relic from lost from a lost era. Yeah. So big um, space. And the reason that it's sexist is because marriage favors women, women which is number three. Mm-hmm. So marriage favoring women. Uh, part of the reason for that is strap yourself into this one, people. A man candidly expresses his opinion. On marriage, using a bizarre metaphor, marriage for women is a wondrous romantic partnership. 
We all know women dream of their wedding day. We all know that. But then they got to be a wife. All right. Yeah. So the marriage for men is her holding a loaded gun to your head and hoping that she never pulls the trigger. Oh. That's how some people feel. It looks like somebody has uh, their new dating app bio. Keep going, scrolling down. Ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> uh, number three, the odds of it working out are 50%. So we're going to get into a second about the odds of marriage working out and how long uh, marriage lasts in different part of the world. But I would say, yes, we all know that flip a coin whether marriage works out, but we all know that 99% of relationships don't work out. That's why they call it yeah. the one, right? Yeah. So if you date 10 women in your life and you marry one, that means 90% didn't work. Correct. So the odds are not in your favor. I'm not against family. I'm not against love. I'm not against the concept of marriage. But there's a lot of reasons why men don't want to get married. And there's a lot of reasons why women may not feel inclined to get married. I get it. And the odds are oftentimes not in your favor. Number five, I think we can empathize with this. We did this. We asked a lot of ladies this um, recently uh, uh, at, a, at a panel we did that traditional weddings are a waste of money. Yeah. So, uh, Nat, how much would you want to spend on your ideal wedding? I'm not really thinking I want a big wedding. I know I want to get married in a church and then do a little reception. I just want yeah. a nice dress and a big ring. See, you heard that? She wants a nice dress. I don't dress. need like a huge venue and all that. I just want a nice ring and a nice dress. And I want to get married in a church. What would you say that most women want when it comes to having a wedding? Um, like what I, are the things that they're thinking about? I'm thinking kind of along the same lines. I know some people would like to have like a big reception because families... Um, like important for them um but i mean if you get married in a church i don't think you have to rent out the church i think you just pick a time to do it uh we got joey saying you, gotta, <laughs> joey yeah, said, yeah. you have to rent it out yeah the oh. organist the singer oh and all the, those things yeah, there's okay, the guy that sure. just got married 10 days ago i'm sure he's basically okay, like, that's good to know that's yeah. good to know but i i don't think it'll be as much as like renting out a huge venue well, no, not. okay fun fact okay you don't need to rent out the temple so maybe you marry a Jewish guy, boom. Oh, I'm Catholic. <laughs> I'm Catholic. I'm Catholic. Yay. All right, number six. Uh, after all that, we all know, odds are it could still end in a divorce after you've done everything right. Yeah. Um, Some so men can't handle the thought of marriage failing. Oh, it disappeared on me. Okay. Citing it as the main reason they are against marriage today. The pain, the heartbreak, the potential financial losses are just a few reasons they've given, which would have invariably hurt tenfold in the way they're on and the way they wrong end of infidelity. Yeah. All right. So we all know that a lot yeah. of people, men feel that it is pointless it's and it is pointless. antiquated and it is the, there's no reason to get married. We know that you can have a relationship uh, without marriage, so a lot of people think that it is pointless. That's number seven. Uh, number eight, which essentially is uh, codifying that, is that you can be in a, he a happy, healthy relationship without actually getting married. Yeah, you can get I'm screwed not saying, over too. I'm not anti-marriage. I'm just anti-going into marriage not knowing all the information. All right, and then this is the probably one of the biggest thing that that people have the biggest problem with, which is number nine, is that you are now giving the government control right. of your life and your marriage. And you get a couple tax breaks, mm -hmm. but God forbid, government wants to come after you. Ooh, wee. Now you're ending up in court. Yeah. And now you're in government land. Well, and, you sure. know, never fun to have the government all up in the mix. Right. Marriage had far, what was that right there? Marriage had far more social impact when it's considered a religious right that carried significant consequences if separated, explains one man. So it was treated with far more respect and seriousness. Other men take notice. This is how you present your position with intelligence and logic. So when it was just held in the church, like you want to get married in the church, it was held with more reverence now that it's government-controlled, government-regulated, government-taxed, people in it in this. And then this is my biggest concern right now. Uh-oh. Number 10, potential loss of assets. Right. You work your ass off. You work your assets off. Mm -hmm. You do your whole thing, and you don't get a prenup. You don't have everything, you know, figured out. And the woman 
We all know that 78%, 80% of the time, the woman files for divorce. You haven't had your ducks in a row. You haven't had your prenup. You haven't met with your attorney. Next thing you know, boom, half your shit's gone. It's happened to my business partner. It's happened to people I deal with. My business partner is paying his ex-wife 10 grand a month to sit home. Makes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they had a family of the kids together. Respect, I get it. But it's he had to basically give her half all his shit. Right. And that is, that is a very scary prospect for most men. But do you So think- people believe it. it's a broken institution. They think it's sexist. They think it favors women. They think the odds won't work out. They think traditional weddings are a waste of money. It could all still end in divorce. It's pointless. You can have a happy, healthy relationship without marriage. It's government controlled. And at the end of the day, you could lose half your shit. Mm. What are your thoughts? Uh- Sounds like a good deal for most men. I don't know about all that, but would you say that maybe they set it up this way because the likelihood for men stepping out on the marriage is higher than a woman? So that way, like, marriage is kind of to secure the woman's life. You're saying that the... the Like, because, like, you know, you see more often, like, men will step out. You mean cheat? Cheat, yeah. Men will cheat more likely than women. I'm not saying women won't cheat. I'm sure there are women that do. Um, but I think marriage is also kind of set up in a way that if a man was to make that decision, that the woman is left in a secured way to move accordingly after a divorce. Wouldn't you kind of say that's kind of how they set it up? That's why it's not really a benefit to men today because women are, you know, the numbers say that women are the one who are more likely to initiate a divorce. But if a divorce was because a man, you know, did X, Y, and Z and the woman was a great woman, you know, she would get half of what he gets, but she was a great wife, Listen, right? Listen, you know, I'm not condoning cheating. I don't think a man should cheat on his wife. I don't think a wife should cheat on her husband. I agree. Uh, you know, I'm just going to put that out there as a PSA. Right. Uh, I will also say there is a difference between how men look at sex and how, well, how women look at sex. Men are able to compartmentalize sure. sexual activity um, physically, and just because they're attracted to a woman, you know, they would sleep with them. Whereas a woman is, if she steps out on a marriage, a lot of times it's because she lacks the feeling and emotion that was once there. I get it. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, let's go down a rabbit hole right now. Let's say that uh, uh, you have a married couple. The guy goes to Vegas on a trip because it's his best friend's bachelor party. They go to a strip club. Something happens in the strip club. Who knows? Someone sees the guy in the club. Who knows? He's ratting on the guy. Now he comes home. The wife's like, where were you? Oh, I don't know. Nowhere. You were in a strip club accusing and she gets all crazy and jealous. And now there's this guy that loves his wife is losing half his shit because he went to a strip club one time. But he did something there. But that's my point is he did do something. But like now the guy should get divorced, lose half his shit, lose his kids because he went to a strip club. To me, that makes no sense. No, I don't even think women will just divorce you just because you did, like, one thing. I think it would have to be, like, multiple things added up for her to be like, I'm you. done with you. That's fine. You know what I mean? So but I don't But should know. you lose half your shit because of it? I mean, me. I mean, I don't think you should lose half your shit, but if you have a woman that has nothing and you did that and then now you want to leave her and then it's like now you leave her with nothing, that's also not well, fair Well, that can well. be written into the prenup. Right. The longer that your marriage is, the more kids that you have. I'm okay with prenups. uh, I'm not opposed to it. But it's just something that to consider as well. Like there also are like good women out there who, you know, they're in a marriage and maybe the man does do X, Y, and Z, and a man will initiate a divorce, and then the woman is left high and dry. And then it's like now she's gonna go back to work, and then now she has kids, and her to find a man is harder. And you know, there's other factors to factor into just like well, a divorce. Well, this is why we have this conversation, so you yeah. can get the man's perspective, and you get the female's perspective. Yeah. That's what it's all about. This is what is known as intersexual. You dynamics. know what I want to get a perspective? A married man perspective, Mr. Joey. What is your take? So you recently just got, you know, married. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to make that decision, especially in today's time, with knowing, you know, all of these factors? What was like? something that you really believed in that you felt like you wanted to make that decision first off i'm very old-fashioned okay um second i've been with my wife before we got married we were together for almost 10 years Mm. um but we've had all the important conversations finances kids especially with 
everything happening in the school system, you know, the trans community, which mm -hmm. we have so much respect for. But let's say we do have a kid, he's five years old, comes home and asks us, we have discussions on, all right, if this qu question comes up, how are we going to handle it? Mm. Right. So we went, we asked ourselves a lot of questions. We've had a lot of prep through the church that they uh, provided for us. Mm. So it, it, I think all those, those top 10 reasons why men don't think that they should get married is because of the lack of preparation beforehand. Mm, I like to hear that. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. We there all know that. Shout out to Kai Lodi. But yeah, you know, difficult conversations. And we all know, listen, we're not anti-marriage. You just got to know what you're getting yourself into. Right. Um, before you literally walk down the aisle. Before you walk the plank. <laughs> no. Um, Stop that. Don't say that. Okay. I won't say that. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Um, we're going to pass, we're going to, uh, fast forward through that three mistakes that husbands do. Shout Let's out to everybody in the chat. We appreciate you. We got a thousand viewers, a thousand, uh, 1,400 watching. We appreciate you guys like comment, share, subscribe on a Tuesday. Appreciate you guys in the chat today. Shout out to you. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for being here. We, <laughs> we appreciate, appreciate you. you. We love you. We're all about appreciating assets. Yes. Your car. <laughs> I thought you weren't going to finish that. Your, assets. No, it's appreciating assets. We're yeah. all about appreciating assets. Your money, we want to see that stack and grow and grow and grow. Stock, crypto, real estate, commodities, your wife, your life. We appreciate you appreciating assets. You know, I'll tell a funny story. Uh, one time I was asked to be a guest speaker at a school. Oh. It was, um, I want to say, it was, uh, it, well, it was in Miami, obviously, but I think they were 10th graders. Mm. And they asked to talk explain how money works and it was me and it was actually a buddy of mine he's a financial advisor super smart guy and some of the stuff he was saying it was just a little above their head he's like well you know if you invest in the s p and the stock market i'm like dude these guys are in 10th grade let's break it down i'm like guys it's all about appreciating assets and depreciating assets mm. and i was like what do you like what do you like shoes he's like i like shoes i'm like all right well, when you're wearing those shoes, would you rather people be like, hey, man, cool shoes. You look good. Hey, great shoes, buddy. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, would you rather you say, look at the bobo-ass, whack-ass shoes. You ain't shit. He's like, no, that doesn't make me feel good at all. I'm like, exactly. You want to be appreciated. You want your assets to appreciate. Mm. He's like, cool, man. Now I get it. I want things that appreciate. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, well, don't spend too much money on the, on the, the, shoes. the shoes. But now you understand what appreciation is. You, don't, you want to be appreciated, not disrespected and depreciated he's like now nah, i got it now that kid's a billionaire so shout out to you all right the, the hey <laughs> sauce is for Angel the kids is on the ball <laughs> boom boom boom, boom sauce is for the kids we love it we just talked about you know men being concerned with walking down the aisle walking down the plank nat doesn't like that term 10 reasons why men are avoiding marriage these days but if you're in the following cities you may really want to consider not getting married because your marriage don't last too long. Okay? So here's how long marriages last all around the world on average. We all know that the divorce rate is somewhere around 50%. Mm. So um, in 2015, uh, the hopes and fears examine how common divorces as well as the average marriage length in some of the world's most major cities, including here in the United States. So in Rome, Italy... Uh, Marriage will last somewhere between 15 and 18 years. That apparently is the longest lasting mm. marriage. Now, this doesn't count marriages that stay together forever. Oh. This is factoring in the divorce rate. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying right now? Yeah. So if you get married, right, you get married forever. But if you get divorced, like, you get factored into the divorce rates. Right. So how the, that's how this works. So in Rome, Italy, you will stay on average married between 15 and and 18 years shocker at what the number one thing on the list is right here at the end of the list um ottawa canada you'll be married almost 14 years shout out to you canadians out there uh paris france the city of love the city of friendship the city of sexiness it's kind of dirty. your marriage will only last 13 years surprisingly even the city of love isn't immune to failing marriages with a divorce rate at 55 percent wow. the average length of marriage is 13 years. Then we come to the United States of America, greatest country in the world, New York City. America. Love that city, America. New York City marriages in New York last more than the national average, which is at 12.2 years with the other states also 
um, doing between 10 and 14 years. Mm. So New York City marriages last 12 years. Mexico City, shout out to my Mexicans out there. The average marriage in Mexico lasts around 12 years. The divorce rate is only 15%, mm. but other studies show that many couples have been breaking up only after only two years of marriage. In America in 2011, the Mexican government issued temporary marriage license to make divorce easier for couples. So now we are trending in the wrong direction. If you're living in any of the following cities, be very weary mm. before you get married. Tokyo, Japan. Tokyo. Okay. Average marriage only lasts 11 years, according to the national census. Wow. Uh, its average marriage lasts no more than 11 years with a divorce rate at 36%. Divorce ceremonies have also become very common in Japan thought... with a separation ritual to recognize that the couple are going their separate ways. You know, you want to have a honeymoon, you want to have a party, you want to have a ceremony. Well, welcome to the divorce party, y'all. It's going down in Tokyo. That's sad. Okay? That's sad? Yeah. Well, those people are ready to go. Mm -hmm. uh, number seven is Cape Town, South Africa. Africa. So, uh, Africa, which I'm trying to get to this summer. Oh. So, if you know anybody in South Africa, let me know. Yeah, I have a good friend in South Africa. Oh. I'm getting over there. So, he'll actually be on the podcast soon. Ooh. Um, so, South Africa, the average uh, marriage lasts 11 years. Um with the divorce amongst couples rates varies by age and sex, men typically divorce between 40 and 44, whereas women divorce between 30 and 35 years old. That makes sense to me because men are typically marrying women younger than them. All right, mm. so then you got Cape Town. Um, then you got Sydney, Australia, where the average marriage lasts uh, slightly under nine years, 8.7 years. Wow. However, they also found that couples tended to stay together for the sake of their children. That's what's going on in Sydney. Again, stay till the end, because there's a shocker alert what's happening over here oh. at the end. Um, number eight? London, England, four to eight years. Is London, England, four to eight years. Not a long time at all. in bloody London. Mm. I don't know what's going on over there. The average marriage in London typically ends a divorce after four to eight years. You know, they're talking about getting the seven-year itch. They're getting a seven-year switch-up over there. So they're putting the divorce rate at 42%. However, the national average marriage lasts 11 years or so. Mm. So these are city-specific, not just the country. And drumroll, please. Which marriage lasts the least around the world? It is none other than Doha, Qatar. 5.5 huh? years. I think a lot of it has to do with the World Cup was just there. They saw Cristiano Ronaldo run around with his fucking shirt off. Oh. Next thing you know, the half the country's getting divorced. Oh. I don't know what's happening there, but that is a shocking situation to what's happening. Because you would assume in the Middle East, once you get married, it's like, you're sorry, married. lady. Yeah, you're, you're done. In. You're locked in. You ain't going nowhere. No other country was on there. No other Middle Eastern city was on there. It was all cities from around the world. But interesting that Doha, Qatar, the divorce rate is 38% with the average marriage lasting only five and a half years. A uh, report in 2011 found that 60% of couples separate within five years, some not even consummating their marriage. What is happening with Doha? They got you all in check. I don't know. I'm a little shocked. I thought some of these places would have a little bit longer of marriage rates than yeah. like New York. I'm like, you guys just staying together because it's hard. It's like expensive out there to be divorced. Yeah. Well, friendly warning. When you do walk down the aisle, yeah. you get married, yes. and your husband or you decide to go on a honeymoon, yeah. you know where you shouldn't go? Doha, Qatar. Definitely not. Stay the hell out of Doha. I'll make note of that. Thank All you, right? Adam. No problem. Nice, nice. Awesome. 3.5, 3,000 viewers. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe. That should just shut up. Right we appreciate you. What is happening right yeah. now? Thank you, guys. Oh, shit. We love on it. On a Tuesday. Tuesday. Anyway. Uh, I want to play this clip, this following clip. Mm -hmm. Again, shout out to Fresh and Fit and all that they do. Mm -hmm. We're planning on doing a live event, live podcast with them in the coming month. Stay yes. tuned for details. But sometimes if you watch Myron and Walt do their thing, they just drop knowledge bombs all the time. But sometimes they have guests on that you're like, oh, okay, all right, player, all right. <laughs> and the following guests that they had on had something that actually struck a chord with me. And I want to revisit that right now. Mm. So here's an amazing uh, clip that we took from Fresh and Fit. Shout out to you guys. Uh, they had their buddy on. Scroll down and see if you can see his name. 
I don't know, but this guy's got. Uh, no, we just lost him. Start it so over again. Uh, but this guy's got. Uh, he he clearly bought his. Uh, he uh, bought his tickets to the gun show. This this guy's packing. Angel, what are you gonna say? He didn't hear that. Okay, oh, gotcha. So a, it could be another play. You guys are allowed to talk. No worries. Let's get. So go to this clip right. Yeah, turn that clip off. Mm -hmm. Here's this clip that we took from Fashion Fit. Like themselves, uh, no, we just this lost whole him. persona. So it's over again. Oh, uh, but this guy's our, got. Uh, he he yeah. clearly bought Sorry. his. All right, let's start this thing over again. Okay. Let me know okay. when we're ready. We try to get Fresh and Fit a shout out. All right, sick clip from Fresh and Fit. Let's play it right now. I think, I think a lot of women don't like most men because they don't like themselves, bro. This whole persona about bad. Like it's it's all a front because most women are insecure themselves. Yep. They understand that we have more expectations. So when you go through life as a woman, not having expectations, not having to level up or do the self improvement, it's kind of like a self hate because you like you get all this love and attention, and then it quickly goes away when you're in your thirties. When you don't earn anything that you have, like a lot of hot chicks, they don't earn the status, the trips, the getting on the boat. It's kind of like an empty feeling because when it all goes away, there was no substance behind it from the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. Opposed to most men, for us to get to where we. We always have to bust our ass, go through school, start a business, go through failure. So if we get down the road, it's like no matter what happens, we still have this, hey, I built this. Yeah. Most men don't go through that. Yeah. So it's like an emptiness in them that they try to deflect on men. I think, I think a lot of women don't. I like, like that. You bring, like that? Bring him on the podcast. All right. I, I'll tell you why I like that. Because yeah. I'm going to use a golf analogy. Basically, what he's saying is that a women will get their success on the front nine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they're getting invited on boats and yachts and trips and they're doing their thing and they're hot and they're sexy and they're young and they're, you know, everyone's sliding in their DM and every guy's into them and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're 33, they're 34, they're 35 and all of a sudden those invitations, they got, must have got lost in the mail. Or in the boat. Or on the boat. <laughs> Boats and hoes. But what then happens is the man, he didn't get those invitations to come on the yacht. He right. didn't get those invitations to come on the boat. He wasn't getting flown all over the world. He had to actually work for his shit but on the back nine when you know it's time to actually count the score if he actually put in the work and he actually finished all 18 holes to use the golf analogy a lot of times that's where he's going to find his success you know the, sometimes they'll say i'm not a golf guy but they say you know let's meet on the 19th green that's basically in the clubhouse after the game where you mm. can cheers and grab your beer and get your green jacket potentially mm -hmm. and that's where you'll reach your success and this isn't necessarily to shit on women Mm -hmm. But this is really for you guys to understand you might not be getting love from the women right now. You might not have a lot of money in the bank right now. Mm -hmm. You might not have your success right now. But you might just be on the front nine of life. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the back nine. And I don't mean by age, right? You know, they say, oh, you're on the back nine of life right mm -hmm. now. It's like, oh, you're on the tail end here, buddy. Like, I didn't reach success and really have what I felt success until I was 35 years old, mm -hmm. where I took a look at my life. I was like, holy shit, I've got money. I just got out of a crazy relationship. I'm free. I'm good to do what I want to do. I, I have, I have the, you know, the number one commodity in life is your time. I had time on my side. I had money on my side. I just got out of a crazy relationship. Life was good. I felt for the first time, I'm like, I'm successful. Yeah. Here I am. It took me 35 years. And now I'm still finding my way at 42. So if you're 22 and you're 25 and you're like, why don't I have success? Good things take time, baby. Yeah. This is phenomenal insight for women. Like, I know a lot of women, you may see the girls on the boat and the girls with the nice things and the whole facade, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that's going to be forever. And I think sometimes you need to hear men like this explain that so that you're able to build yourself as a lady so that you're able to prepare for that man that you want. A lot of the time, like... Girls, you know, you're on your phone, you see uh, your girlfriends, they're on boats and they're doing this and you're low-key like, oh, that looks like fun. I would love to do something like that. But then you got to think to yourself, like, that's not forever. These girls on a boat and you hanging around these men, like, you, you know in your heart, like, there's something in return for it. So just be mindful when you see these things because it's not always, like, as it seems on the ground. Um, but I like that. He, he also was able to deliver a message in a way that um, is receptive for women. Yeah. That's also important. So I've noticed that if you just speak calmly, not rude, not be a dick, you can say whatever you want to a woman. Yeah. You just don't have, you know, you can get your point across. Mm -hmm. 
Nat, I appreciate your perspective today. Is that you know, sometimes, five? sometimes you've been wrong on a simple thing. Sometimes you didn't really want to listen to what I had to say. But you know, that's probably all the ear hair you got going. On. <laughs> um, anyway, moving right along, we've got about ten minutes left before mm -hmm. we wrap up here. We appreciate you guys, yes, being with us here on the Sawscast today with Saws and the homie Nat in the house. Uh, if you have not subscribed to Valuetainment. Go Please ahead. Subscribe. What you waiting for? Like. We don't want to have to call your mama ho all day. Yeah. We don't want to do all that. Let's not do that, guys. Okay, we've had some fun today. We're going to be answering your super chats mm -hmm. at the end of the episode. Okay. But I actually um, want to get to what I called the wild story of the week. I want Ooh, to start bringing this back. I like the that. The wild story of the week. And uh, a buddy of mine went on a date recently. Uh-oh. And um, the girl that went on the date mm -hmm. was filming the date. Oh. So uh, if you find yourself in a situation like this, I want to know what you would do, okay? So here's this date, and the girl is filming the date. Let me know what you would do in this situation. Go ahead with volume. That's not it. Yeah, it's this one. I told him I'm trans. I haven't told him I'm trans and I'm nervous. Perhaps if he doesn't accept the music, yeah. There they are. They're doing their thing. But what if he doesn't accept Play the video. Play the audio. The, vo the volume, Joe. Dude, to make a video like that for the real dude, or the two, I don't know, for the dude that's dating the dude to make a video like that and post it on the internet. Like, be honest. Be honest. Because men want real women, period. Real men want real women. Straight men want real women, yeah. period. End of story. Don't do that to men. That's so wrong. That is so Shout wrong. Shout out to the homegirl. Play the beginning of the video again wow. just so you understand it. I haven't told him I'm trans. I'm nervous. What if he doesn't accept me? Uh, he won't. Wow. I would be really mad yeah. if I was him. Well, not the one in the hair. So, I mean, this is a crazy situation. You <laughs> end up on a date. This actually happened to a buddy of mine. Wow. So, again, no names. This is when I was living in Dallas. Mm. I, went up, I went up to meet a buddy of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, yo, what up? Um, you're living in Dallas now? I'm like, yeah, I'm out here. I didn't have many friends I was out there because I, obviously I live in Miami. I go to meet him at a bar and he's like, yo, I got, these, uh, I got this baddie I met on the internet coming and she's, I think she's bringing a friend. And I was like, all right, well, let me know what the deal is, right? <laughs> I'm like, you got any pictures? He's like, yeah, this is her. And I was like, all right. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm like, you're into the dark chocolate, huh, buddy? He's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, all right. Play on player. Nothing wrong with that. I said, uh, let me see a couple more pictures here, buddy. I'm oh. like, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. He's Come like, back. what do you think? I'm like, I don't. Is that a dude? <laughs> He's like, yeah, it might be. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, why are you having them come then? He goes, I got to find out. I don't know. I, they look pretty hot or she looks pretty hot. And she shows up and it's an attractive looking woman in a dress. And she's got all the things going on. What was the. And she brought a friend and the friend was just fugly. I'm like, I'm out player. Like, <laughs> For sure. it, like, I don't know what the friend is. An ugly dude, an ugly woman. I'm out. Don't worry about me. I'll, what was I'll the, figure my own thing out. What gave it away? Uh, the Adam's apple, mostly, and the hairy knuckles. But, <laughs> but so he's like, all right, cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And he goes, I think, to the bar to buy him a drink. I was just like, yeah, I'll be over here. And he came to me, and he's like, so do you think it's a, a man, a woman? I go, listen, the fact you. that we're having this conversation <laughs> is a red flag. The fact that we're even having the conversation, <laughs> like, is it or is it not? means you need to fucking abort mission immediately. Shit. You don't know if the person you're working with is a man or woman. Just oh. Oh, man. <laughs> live to fight another day, player. <laughs> Just live to fight another day. Oh. You don't need it that bad. Go home. Do what you got to do by yourself. You don't need to take that man or woman or man child home to do your thing. That's a shame. So as it turns out, uh, the dude hit me like a couple days later. Is like, yeah, yeah, she admitted that she was a dude. Damn. I was like, I was like, God bless you, player. I'm like, 
I have not wingmanned him since. <laughs> good. <laughs> good, Adam. Good. Listen, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, if you want to make that decision, you want to change your life, do all that stuff, go for it. Um, but there's a lot of value in being honest, you know, yeah. like tricking people into dating you just because you're not sure if they'll welcome it. It's, I feel it's more of a risk to not be upfront than it is to be upfront about it. You know, I'm sure it's going to be harder for you to find a partner with that decision that you made, Yeah. but you shouldn't make other people question themselves, their sexuality, um, because you're scared, you know, um, I just here's my only question it's no good obviously we completely understand men do not put your hands on women it's not even a question oh, do no. not do that but if it turns out that the chick that you were with turns out to be a dude and they lied to you on a date and they're a man and they still got all their parts intact I think you're allowed to punch that dude right in the face. That's just. I wouldn't even condone that. I, I think I'm I just, think it's just already humil hum humil humiliating. Humiliating. Humiliating um, by itself, and I feel like doing that would just make things even worse. I, uh, it's anyway, just a shame. No. That. Anyway, they're on their dinner date. That was not on the menu for the dinner date. Anyway, <laughs> so here's the thing for Nat. Nat. Yeah. I know that you take pride in figuring things out. You're kind of a sleuth. You're kind of like, oh, I know. I know what's going on. I bet. So here is a group of Hooters girls. Uh-oh. All very feminine. Okay. All very beautiful. Not yet, Joe. Um, and I want to see if you can identify the one trans in a group of women. This is beautiful women. Hooters girls. <laughs> There's one guy. So I want to see if you can locate waldo let's play where's waldo it's beautiful hooters women let's see if you and your sleuth like activity can locate why are you laughing like that <laughs> i just think i just don't think you're gonna be able to do it that's why i'm scared but now. best of luck okay okay joey this is hooters <laughs> let's see stop it <laughs> what the fuck adam I mean, can you find him adam punch in a little bit joe adam. anyway can, can you tell which one it is That is, I think Pat's here. That is unacceptable. Anybody's here? Yeah. That's unacceptable. Okay. Oh, there it is. <laughs> hey, Pat. <laughs> I got PBD in the house. We got PBD We're in live. The house. We're live. We're finishing We're up live the on the sauce cast. Come, jump on, jump on. We <laughs> got PBD. Hey, hey. PBD in the house. Great, great. You got to get lower so people can see you. There we go. PBD in the house. Ben David. I don't know how we broke into the building. Yeah, we have like 3,000. 3,000. We're having a great episode today. I want to see if Pat, Natalia could not do it. BBD in the house. What's that? What's up? Just my video. I'm taking video. We had a whole great episode today. We're talking marriage, life, divorce, this. Here we go. Okay. Natalia couldn't do it. Don't do this to him. Natalia couldn't do it. There's a group of beautiful Hooters girls. Uh huh. Okay. And I tried to see if Natalia can, <laughs> could find the one trans guy in. You have the picture? We have the picture. Let's see, it. Let's see if PBD can find. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> you see what Adam puts could me you do through it? on here? Nat said the blonde girl on the right. I'm like, no, Nat, that's I mean, not. This is a joke. Right? It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a pretty easy one. Here. Anyways. You do this to Pat. Why would you do that to him? I like this guy's outfit already. You know that. Yeah, it's my look. Yes, the very sauce Welcome, welcome, everyone. No, go ahead, guys. Go, go ahead, ahead, guys. Go ahead, yes. Make your rounds. Anyway, uh, you know, you never know what happens here on Valuetainment. <laughs> never know. Our CEO, founder, PBD, might just pop in. You never know. Never know. But we're having a lot of fun today, and we appreciate you guys Thank being you guys. here today. With that being said, we got to wrap up today. Nat, was there any super chats we want to yes, get to we actually before we sign out? I wanted to read. Okay, so we had, we'll start with, uh, and shout out to you. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. It's Rido, R-I-Y-H-D-O. He, $50, so you're the... Highlight Super Chat today. Thank you for that. Oh, Rito. Rito. Uh, he said, I am 24 male and my girlfriend is 25 female. I gross 50K a year with 50K in stocks and savings combined. My girlfriend wants marriage and kids around 30, but this has put a real heavy burden of performance on me as a man. Should I walk away from her and get married in my prime? 
And then he had a follow-up. Um, he said, I really like this girl and do want to marry her, but I feel like she might leave me if I don't perform. Do I uh, just have to have an abundance mind mindset? Uh, I love how he ended it with that. Yes, yes, you need to have an abundance mindset. But uh, anyone that just gives you the answer to your entire life on a super chat on YouTube, I'd be weary <laughs> of. So uh, respect to you for answering that question. Uh, we have an amazing app called Manect. Manect. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, we can schedule calls and we can, I do this all the time. Yes. Uh, where people can ask questions, you can respond. We can do video chats. This is the type of conversation that is worth millions of dollars yeah. that you can do for hundreds of dollars okay yeah. this is your life this is your marriage this is your future future this is your legacy mm -hmm. uh, be very protective of it be very smart with your decision making have conversations with people uh, don't feel pressured to do anything okay or get married anytime soon if you're not up to it Stay the course, play the long game. I'm not saying not break up with your girl. I'm not saying right. to break none, none of that. But I appreciate the question, uh, Rito, mm -hmm. and uh, just slow your roll and download Manect, M I N N E C T. Manect, we'll put it down in the description. Mm -hmm. But anyone out there that has questions about their money, about their life, about their relationships, about their dating, this is what I do on Manect, is what we do on Manect. We have business leaders, we have thought leaders. We have professionals, we have entrepreneurs, we have CEOs, okay. all on the app for you to ask questions. And it's called Manect, so you can connect by the minute. You pay yeah. by the minute. So it's an awesome app. Check it out, Manect. Let's yeah. wrap up. Um, that was the last one. And I actually want to give you a shout out uh, specifically for that app because you really take those Manect calls very, very serious. Oh, you yeah. are always like, I got a Manect call, you have to wait. Like, And I love that. I think it's where you get to really pour into your audience and give you guys that time to connect with someone like Adam. Um, so like conversations like this, you can get a little bit more deeper and intimate. I think there's more stuff involved. So I think that would be great for people to connect with you on there as well. Um, but thank you for the super chat. We appreciate it. It's good to give you like little sound bites here and there about maybe what you should do. Um, but just consider all aspects. Don't feel pressured to do something that you don't feel prepared for. I think it's a matter of making your girl feel uh, comfortable and confident on the route that you're going as well. Um, but yeah, for more of that like kind of intimate conversation, definitely connect with Adam on Manect. I'm on there as well. Um, but I think getting more male advice for the situation would be a good yeah. idea for you. Uh, let's make sure that we have the Manect app in the description below, but that's <laughs> an awesome app. Download it, check it out. Like I said before, we're all on there. Yep. Uh, if you've got questions, if you want answers, if you've got, if you want things to process, uh, download Manect. It's where it's at. Anyway, we're at the tail end hey. of our new Tuesday episodes. You heard the announcements. You heard who we have coming on in the next couple of weeks. We'll all we'll have details on all of that. Um, we got to go pay some bills out here. The yes. lights are turning off around uh -oh, here. Uh -oh. We appreciate you guys for being here. Give us a sub. Respect. Much love. We out. We'll Save see you that money. Friday. Friday. See you Friday. Bye, guys.